Three, two, one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 20s and 20 podcast, where we cover everything you need to know about your 20s in only 20 minutes. I'm Mallory Metz, and this is As Good As It Gets. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of 20s and 20. I'm Mallory Metz, and today I'm so excited to announce we have Hannah Shankin. Hannah, hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. I can't wait for everyone to hear our topic today. But first and foremost, let's have the audience get to know you a little bit. Tell us who you are. I'm Hannah Schenken. I just turned 27, which sounds like an advanced age. Right now, I've been quarantining in Phoenix, but I am a New Yorker. I live in Brooklyn and work in Soho. We'll talk your career in a little bit. But as background, Hannah and I went to the University of Arizona together. Bear down. And we actually were in the same marketing club. And I actually ended up becoming president of that marketing club. And Hannah was a supporting member of the club and had an executive role herself. Yes, I was vice president one year. Yeah. That was your first year as president. I was vice president, I remember. Why don't we go ahead and talk a little bit about your career? Great. So I work at Sakara Life, which is a wellness lifestyle brand and company. We deliver organic, vegan, nutritionally designed meals. And I started out as an intern in the summer of 2016 before my junior and senior year of school. And then I got hired on in 2017. So I've been there for like three and a half years. You've been there literally not since the beginning, but pretty close. And then you've kind of got to grow not only with the company, but see the company grow in itself, which is a really cool experience that not a lot of people can say. You know, we're lucky because during quarantine, we've really expanded. I know so many other companies obviously had to shutter and it was, you know, really sad. But our company, I think because health just became so much more top of mind, we've really blown up in this last six months. And so it's kind of crazy to see the trajectory of where things are going in the next couple of years. So what is your role? What is your day to day? What does that look like? I actually help run the online magazine. So they have a meal delivery service. It's food as medicine, lifestyle brand. So they've had this online magazine since its inception and it's helped to kind of exemplify the fact that it's a lifestyle and we don't just talk about food, but shows that we're like a cool, sexy brand that talks about taboo topics and health. So I write and pitch articles and help work with distribution strategy and work on the analytics side and make sure that everything we're doing is effective. I'm personally very interested in wellness. I think that's a great transition because today I really want to make our topic all about health and wellness. And I felt like you were the perfect person to discuss health and wellness. So first and foremost, I just want to ask, what does health and wellness mean to you? Good question. I feel like there's a lot of definitions of it, but I just feel like wellness, like true wellness is being compassionate to yourself and being intuitive about what you need and then feeling good mind, body, spirit. I think that's a great way of framing it up. You mentioned mind, body, and spirit is just so important to your health and wellness. And I feel like this is a time that everybody has fluctuated at at least in one of those areas. So I felt like we could go through each one of those and talk through some tips, some tricks, how you felt, how I felt. First and foremost, Hannah, Mm -hmm. how has your physical health been over the last (laughs) seven months? 
I was a group fitness class freak in New York. I spent so much money on so many classes every week, like the $40 Pilates classes and the dance classes and Tracy Anderson and just like going ham on all that stuff. And so when I got into quarantine for like the first two months, I was just lost because I was like, I don't know how to do any like DIY stuff. And I have zero motivation to do DIY stuff. But I also was psyched to walk outside because in March when I came here, it was freezing in New York, but in Arizona, it was like nice and sunny. So I would just seriously walk for like an hour and a half, like every day. And I still do. I walk so many miles every single day. Honestly, I'm like the Forrest Gump of my neighborhood. And I have to say, it's like a very good workout. Like you wouldn't think it would be, but it is. And then there's so many cool online classes that I do now because I'm really into like dance and Pilates. So obviously you just got to find something that you like and there's really not a right answer at all. You just have to find something that's consistent because that's all that is really going to make a change. It is so hard because I don't know if you're the same, but because now that we're all working from home, hours are so blurred and I could technically work for like 15, 16 hours a day and then not get up (laughs) The moral of the story for physical health is make time in your day to go take a walk, do something active, do something that's outside of your apartment because it'll benefit you. Yeah. Diving into a similar topic, let's talk a little bit about nutritional health. Nutritional and physical kind of go hand in hand, right? Because you need to fuel your body in order to do physical activity. So Let's talk a little bit about nutritional health. I have a lot to say about nutrition, mostly because that's my actual job is talking about nutrition. And I will say, yes, nutrition is about fueling your workouts, but it really is about true health. And obviously that is top of mind for everyone right now is caring about their immunity and longevity and all these things. There's just absolutely not one size fits all diet for anything. There are really no like principles of this is how anyone should eat. So that's like caveat for everything. But like, it's fun to explore different things about nutrition. Like people, you know, when they're like, I need to eat clean, I need to like eat salads, and a square of chicken and quinoa. No, it's just there's so many boring ways of trying to eat healthy. And I am really more into the witchy stuff. I (laughs) really like learning about adaptogens and making herbal infusions and medicinal mushrooms and different foods and herbs and plants that actually do a lot more for you. Yeah. So I actually wanted to bring this up with you. What are some nutritional tips you have for people who are like living alone? Because that can be so hard purchasing just for yourself or like falling on a budget, like finding items that are good for you, but healthy. Mm, Good question. I am a huge proponent of doing a CSA box or just trying to find something local. I know like a lot of farmers markets are in a weird transition right now but if you like google your city and a csa box wait what does csa stand for it stands for community supported agriculture i could go on a whole 
other rant about this because wellness is very political. So much land real estate is filled with these government subsidized crops like wheat and corn and soy and they've depleted the soil and it's kind of a mess. And then there's so much obviously farming as far as like cows and chickens and like all the methane gas and all the stuff that they create. So there's a lot of that going on, but there's all these people all over every state, every county that are working against that and doing a lot of positive things. And so if you find your local CSA box, you're supporting local farmers, sustainable practices, organic farms most of the time, people who are really devout in maintaining and supporting the earth's soil and stuff. And the food's going to be better for you and probably taste better because foods that have a lot of GMOs and are not organic, oftentimes like the flavor is stripped too. Pick it up and then you can try like kale and garlic, all this stuff that's right from your local neighborhood and honestly that's a really good way to do it and that could be your entire veggie budget for the week i love that i didn't even know that was an option so i think that's like a really good resource for people to look up who would be interested in something like that alongside that information that's really important is to get minerals and trace minerals so you can actually buy liquid trace minerals at whole foods for like $7 and I do it a lot and you just put it in water and it like remineralizes your water and you get potassium and sodium, magnesium, all these things that you don't get on a regular basis with even eating lots of veggies just because the soil is not the same as it was in our grandparents' generation. So yeah, minerals are truly the secret weapon of feeling good. That's also why I really love herbal infusions, which is totally a baller on a budget thing to make. If anyone's talked to me for like more than 15 minutes, I talk to them about herbal (laughs) infusions. Basically, you can buy herbs or tea leaves and stuff and you put them in a French press or like a mason jar and you put boiling water in it and then wait overnight and then you strain out the leaves and drink the water. And basically, all of the weeds and tea leaves have broken down and you're drinking all the minerals and polyphenols and vitamins it's basically like the healthiest water you could ever drink in your whole life and if you do that on like a regular basis uh, you'd be so healthy do you have like an herbal starter pack like your top three that you would recommend yeah I would say nettles oat straw and probably tulsi those are all really good things to balance out you know living in 2020 Hannah, what are your thoughts on alcohol and wellness? I've become super obsessed with natural wine. I feel like it's the answer for healthy alcohol quandaries. Firstly, I like tequila and mezcal stuff. Those are really good clean alcohols or whatever. And definitely organic is so important when it comes to alcohol because that's like the most pesticide-ridden crop. Wine and coffee, like both of those, you really should be prioritizing organic. But anyway, so natural wine is this whole world of like sustainable organic low intervention low sulfite wine which really helps with sugar and like the hangover afterwards and that's also where the minerals from the herbal infusions will really support you and also before you drink have like vitamin c and b vitamins like that will totally change the game as far as like hangover and just like feeling gross and just like tired i think that's a great suggestion this really leads me into we've covered off on our physical we've covered off on our nutritional but I really want to get into like this mind and spirit and like how 
people have probably wavered so much during this time. I can only speak for myself. And even I spent a period of time, three weeks alone in my apartment. Like that is oh my crazy in itself. I'm so sorry. Like I can't even imagine. Are you okay? Yeah. This is when I would do a better help ad segment. But <laughs> I think for like the average person, this was a rough time. Like people lost their jobs. People's living situations changed. And there was just a really big question mark. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone just has to acknowledge that their mental health will probably have suffered in this time. I can't imagine it wouldn't unless you're like a sociopath. Having any awareness of these last seven months really is a mood killer for sure. Once you acknowledge that, it's really important to do things that make you feel good. So that's why moving, even the walks, listening to really good music and walking for as long as you want, those little things get you out of your head. And also there are so many cool apps out there that are online talk therapy. I did better help for a minute and I really liked it. It's so cathartic just to talk to some third party. It's been nice because this time has opened the door for everyone to talk about mental health because you know there's been such a stigma forever about anxiety and depression and how people feel and it's a real thing for everyone to deal with the other thing I've been doing that I cannot stop talking about is kundalini yoga I'm in this online workshop and it's really cool the girl who runs it lives in Brooklyn and she's really chic and not the typical like kundalini like kundalini can honestly be like kind of cultish but this is like like meditation and mantra and breath work and stuff and it helps just build up your nervous system and I swear just seven months of doing this has really helped my confidence it's easy to just like lean on feeling down and out but getting out of your head and kind of switching the narrative and switching your reality and then you just feel really good what are your tips and suggestions for these people who have never really tried to connect with their mental health or like don't even really think that it's something that they should be doing like what do you think is really your starter pack? Caring for your gut. I know like obviously you want me to say like journaling or something like that, but also it's really important to like take a prebiotic, take your digestive enzymes because your gut is where your serotonin lives. And if your gut bacteria isn't right, and if you have like dysbiosis, your serotonin and your happy hormones are compromised and it's absolutely not your fault. I mean, it's nothing ever is your fault, but I'm just saying you might be like, I need to snap out of it when it's completely beyond your control and then I would say like try to find like a moving meditation or something like if it's walking forever or journaling or dancing or making voice memos on your phone where you just like talk it out on your own you know and like talk to yourself mm -hmm. that's actually very helpful I really really believe that a hundred percent of people need to unpack how they've been feeling for these last seven months because not one second of this has been normal so how can you really access what your mind is thinking about during this time without talking it out with somebody that's my two cents I want to go back to the gut health for a minute okay what does it mean to take care of your gut and like is it reflective on what you're drinking, eating, you yeah. mentioned prebiotics, what's an entry point for gut health as well? Gut health <laughs> is literally my obsession. So your microbiome is the 37 trillion bacteria and microbes in and all over your body. And a huge part of that is in your gut and in your digestive system. You have a vagus nerve that goes from your brain to your gut. And they're learning that actually more of the receptors go from your gut to your 
your brain instead of from your brain to your gut, which means that your gut is really the second brain. It's controlling a lot of your thoughts and a lot of what we once thought was just cognitive. So like when you don't feel well, if you're bloated or sluggish or all of these things, a lot of that has to do with the bacterial makeup of your gut. So how to take care of that? Number one is eating enough fiber. Fiber is super important for your gut because it releases short chain fatty acids, which help a host of things, but really it helps with your gut makeup and helping eliminate toxins because we're inundated with toxins every day. And so just making sure your body is able to clear those out, that is so important. So having prebiotic fiber, which means eating lots of plants because every kind of plant has prebiotic fiber and lots of roughage and like leafy greens and all that stuff. So think of your gut as a lake and the salmon in the lake is the probiotics and the prebiotics are the fish food and so it's like if you put probiotics in your gut and like everybody is kind of obsessed with probiotics and then you don't eat prebiotic fiber then the salmon turns upside Mm -hmm. down and dies and then digestive enzymes are really important because our stomach acid is pretty low and it's really important to kick that up because that helps you actually like absorb what you're eating instead of having it go right through you. So probiotics, prebiotic fiber, digestive enzymes, those are like the three important things to support your gut. I love that. And I do think that's really important, especially because there's so many factors underlying in your body that you don't think about. And it is important to be considering those as you make your diet choices and try to improve your health and wellness. But Hannah, every podcast I end talking about pet peeves relative to the subject we've been talking about today, obviously it's health and wellness. So any pet peeves you have around health and wellness, let's hash them out. Oh my God. I have so many pet peeves about (laughs) health and wellness. The actual wellness world is elitist and not very inclusive and confusing. And also everyone is like, I did this. Like I ate mangoes for like 12 days and I lost 30 pounds. Like that is exactly what you should be doing every day. Like there's some crazy advice out there. You know, nutrition is kind of a new science. There's really not one end all be all. And everybody experiences things so differently based on so many factors like where you live and what your stress level is like and all of that. But one of my like major pet peeves is the fact that people just prey on people's insecurities and they're like, oh my gosh, this is how you're going to get skinny or like this is how all of your acne is going to go away. Wellness is 95% marketing and it's disturbing and every company that is in wellness takes advantage of that for sure. And especially like the supplement industry, there was a time I was so into supplements and bought like every supplement. It's like 90% of that stuff doesn't work because it's not like in a bioavailable state like it doesn't like absorb in your body you just like kind of pee it out but people don't know that unless they're really in the world and yeah so that's like my other pet peeve is sourcing really matters people who are like I don't eat bread you can definitely eat bread and be very very healthy it's like just care about where the stuff comes from is it a fermented bread from Erwan or something like I don't know you know like I think just sourcing and quality can change the game as far as eating healthy and it's like fun instead of making that like a stressful thing get excited about exploring okay Hannah well I loved having you on today it's always great to catch up you're truly an expert in your field and 
you brought so much knowledge and I can't wait for everyone to listen. I'm so excited too. Thank you very much. I hope people DM me and like ask for a bunch of recs because I have a lot of Instagram accounts to send people if anyone's interested on learning more. My DMs are open. Also, follow my wellness account that is like just retaking off. Champagne Chaga. It was a four-year account thriving in its heyday. And then Instagram thought I was trying to impersonate Drake and shut it down. So I restarted it. But it's a great account that's pictures of Drake and herbal tonic recipes if you enjoyed today's podcast go to our instagram follow us give us a like give us a shout out tell your mom tell your grandma and leave us a comment thanks for joining us